see. Everybody ready? Everybody here and accounted for? Let's have a look. Yeah, we got Susie over there. Got Junior there. And we got you all out there. Uh, we should be all set and ready to go. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Of course, on racetimeradio.com and to all of our Facebook listeners, watchers, what have you. Hopefully we make it through the full night with you, everybody over here. Uh, let me tell you what we got coming up on the show. we got a dandy for you. Uh, winning his third APC race in a row, J.R. Fitzpatrick is going to be back on the show again tonight. Uh, he is becoming a, a, a regular here on this program. Uh, looking forward to catching up with the number 84, J.R. Fitzpatrick, winning the APC series just last night. Also coming up on the show, how about this? The Gunslinger. You bet. We got Mike Skinner coming on the show, and for good reason. Uh, he and Angie Skinner, of course, uh, Skinner Roundup. You can listen to them uh, all the time over on Sirius XM 90, uh, NASCAR Radio. Uh, Skinner, coming north of the border, he is going to be the NASCAR champion in the IWK 250 this year, and we will have it all live for you. And Skinner going to stop by, and uh, we're going to make him attuned to what he's got coming up here in Canada. We'll also hear from another huge winner this weekend, actually two of them from the big O. Ryan Turner goes to victory lane in the uh, 16th annual Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. Ryan Turner, his brother, uh, went to victory lane last weekend. It was a Turner sandwich last weekend with a uh, a Kritschka in the middle. This time, Ryan out front in the 91 car. He did it at, at the big O, and we're going to talk to him. We'll also catch up with uh, Jacob Dykstra, d- driver of the number 5D. Uh, he also went to victory lane in the sprint crate cars. Uh, so we're going to talk with him. And we'll wrap up tonight's show with Mark Hall, and we'll talk about the Ontario Sportsman Series heading onto dirt. That will be a show at uh, Ontario Motor Speedway. You're going to want to check that out, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, my dad. But... We do have Junior in the shop here. What's going on, Junior? I haven't talked to you since, uh, well, before you went to Newfoundland. How did you enjoy the, uh, the the happenings and the fun out there in Newfoundland? Hey, Newfoundland was a heck of a time. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, the old twenty seven car didn't didn't fare out too well, but uh, no, you uh, guys popped the motor. Yeah, yeah the uh, the motor stopped motoring, as Nick Sheridan would so, say. Was that an elevation change? Do you uh, think that's what well it was? in the points? <laughs> it was certainly an elevation change in the points. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was uh, you know it just threw uh, uh, you know. It, Vented a hole in the side and and uh, yeah, just quit uh, quit motoring. Let so, too much air in. Yeah, so it's uh, it was definitely a bummer, uh, tough tough pill to swallow. Man, we've had a rough season. Obviously, we went to Victory Lane. A lot of people would want to go to Victory Lane, but uh, um, it's been uh, it's been uh, a, a tough go uh, when when we're not having big success. So it's well, uh, you, definitely a roller coaster your ride. Your teammate went to Victory Lane. The '96 car Absolutely. went to Victory Lane. Yep. So that was yep. uh, successful for the for the Pi group. Yeah, the uh, the GM Pi 
folks, uh, definitely a huge congratulations to uh, to Mark Antoine and and to uh, to all those guys with the uh, the '96 camp. Um, you know, definitely well deserved. They've been very fast every oval race, even the road course race. Every race out, uh, the '96 yeah. has shown uh, incredible speed. Um, you know, by all accounts. Um, could have won all four races so far. So um, definitely hats off to them and, and uh, uh, congratulations to them. And back-to-back wins for GM Pae. So that's uh, uh, definitely a, a good thing. And, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see what we can get done at the Toronto Indy. Yeah, that's next for you guys, right? Absolutely. Toronto Indy. And you know Rangers always really good at that. But so LP Dumoulin will be good. I'm expecting Lassard to do really well at that race. Um, so many good Lassard competitors. Huh? Lassard won't be in that race. Lassard not- only runs the ovals. Oh, just yes. the ovals. Okay, yep. well, you ain't so going to do very good You're not going to do very good in that one. <laughs> um, but uh, Lassard's just been uh, uh, just uh, in, in uh, you know, sharing the seat with uh Bergeron with Ray, will be in it, right? Ray Coutramanch. Bergeron, no. Um, He's a Or J- guy. JP, yes, yeah. JP Bergeron. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought you were talking about, yes, yeah. yes. I thought you were talking about Breezeball. <laughs> no. uh, Bergeron, yes. JP will be in the race. Um, and uh, he will be, uh, uh, he will be strong. Um, Tagliani has owned the Indy over yes. the last few years. Yes, he has. Um, he's been, he's been very stout there. Now, um, wasn't it Andrew Ranger that tricked him on uh, a restart there a couple of years ago? Yeah, it was. And then, and then, uh, Tags and got then him back. The most recent. So this was in 2019. Um, yeah, 2019 was the most recent. Um, it, w- it was a similar playout um, where there was a green-white checkered, and uh, uh, he wasn't fooled that time. No. So 2018, um, you know, it's it's difficult because just the way that they the way that the turn let, you know sets up in right. turn one, right. the leader is actually at a disadvantage mm. when you come to the green at, at, uh, at the Honda Indy, uh, in Toronto. Mm. Um, basically the only racetrack on, on the face of the planet where the leaders got a little bit of a disadvantage. <laughs> um, just the way that it all plays out, the way that they come off the corner and then how fast you get to the green. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's funny because the guy in second place is kind of in the catbird seat. Um, and, uh, he kind of gets the, the jump, if you will, um, legally. And, uh, you know, it's just the way that it plays out. And, uh, uh, you know, it it takes a lot for the leader to be able to land the power and then clear them to get down into the corner. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really interesting place for, uh, for starts and restarts and, and, uh, you know, by, by all accounts, you know, it's been a while since we've been there. So nobody really knows what to expect. And as well, I think this is going to play into the guys who have been there lots. Uh, it's going to play right into their hands. It's a one-day show now, and yeah, for the it's past free Friday, right? exactly free for the- Friday. Uh, bring a bring a donation if you're going to go. I believe the donation goes to Children's Make a Wish, so a great organization there. But it is free Friday for all intents and purposes. The day the NASCAR Pindy Series will race the Honda Indy Toronto. So, yeah. so it's, you want to get down there on the Friday and check it out. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know the way that it has you know played out over the the past few years, um, it's always been a multi day show, right? So I remember back in the day, it used to be a uh, you know pull in on a Wednesday, and the hauler was there from Wednesday to Sunday. Oh so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know it Wasn't was a big that long commitment. Ago. No, exactly, it was a big commitment. Uh, now uh, they literally roll in um, Thursday, and uh, uh, they they get unloaded, they do tech, but th- there's nothing else. 
Um, on-track action is only on Friday. Very short window for practice. Very short window for qualifying. And then straight into the race in the afternoon. And uh, doesn't leave a whole lot of time for big adjustments that, uh, you know, you, you come to find out what you need uh, at the Indy. Um, just with the, the bumps and, and the different technical corners. And, and uh, there's a lot of transmission work there because, you know, Great trying to match your gears. everything. So, yeah, definitely it's a very technical course. And, and uh, the people who have been there before are, are kind of at an advantage heading into this one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be really interesting. It'll... Uh, It'll be cool. How did you like the look of uh, Eastbound International Speedway with the walls all the way around it? It looked look different since the last time you were there. Yeah, definitely. And and you know they you could tell that uh, Eastbound put in a, a tremendous amount of work. Um, you know, and and hats off to everybody at Eastbound. Man, they poured their heart and soul into that one. They uh, to to make it all happen and and everything else. There's still work to be done. Sure. I think we've seen that with uh, with L. P. Dumoulin and and that uh, that incident. I think that incident is going to raise uh, you know a bunch of questions heading into next year of of what they need to do. Broke the axle right out of the rear of the car. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't believe that one. Yeah, and no. it was a point in the wall. So. They'll yeah. address it. They'll address no. it somehow or another. They'll uh, patty. I know we'll get that out of there. Yeah, recognizing now that it's kind of a dangerous spot. Yeah, no, for sure. And Jersey barriers, you know, have been used for for years in racing. You know, you think about uh, you know some of the uh, even just the temporary course at uh, um, in the Coliseum, and you, you think about the temporary course uh, yeah. that you've seen at Daytona um, on the back straightaway. Um, yeah, it's. Not the end of the world by any stretch. They put on a great show. The racetrack was very racy. I think they proved that they can pass on it. They proved that they can put on a good show. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There was ruffled feathers after. <laughs> there was uh, always, there always. was excitement. And uh, uh, the Newfoundland fans got uh, definitely got a show. Um, bummer, because I think there would have been way more people there had we got the show in on Saturday. Where, yeah, but where would they have sat? Exactly. It was full. It Sunday was, was full. Yep. Yeah. No, exactly. It was and, amazing. Uh, it For was, a rain out. It was awesome. Man, oh, man, I'll tell you what. Yep. I had a blast out in Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. I was back out at Sutherland Automotive Speedway with the RS1 Tour. I'll tell you what, Junior, when the word gets out about that RS1 series... Uh, Al Labor's going to have a problem because I'll tell you what, he will be. He's already a busy guy now, but that RS1 tour is the real deal. Seen it with my own eyes, dynamite stuff, and uh, couldn't get much better than that. Arrive and drive, literally arrive and drive. No hauling of the car. Uh, Avion Motorsports takes care of everything, and I mean everything. Uh, They fill the car. They tire the car. They fix the car. They do it all. Drivers get in. Drivers qualify, drivers get out, they grid the cars, driver gets back in, driver goes, runs 100 laps, comes in, puts it on pit road, and uh, Avion Motorsports jumps to it, services the car, gets it all ready to go, and they went out and did another 100 laps. Amazing. And at the end, driver gets out, him and his helmet, and he walks over to the rental car, waves at everybody, and off he goes. Avia Motorsports is there to load everything and uh, take it all back to BC. A hundred percent is what I would give that series. Yeah. Yeah. Dynamite racing, and it was good racing. It wasn't like, oh, man, we got a stinker of a race. Yeah. No, sir. No. Two good ones. Um, really, really cool to see. Noel Dowler won one. Yep. 
And, uh, you know, uh, Riley Siebert, uh, he's always going to be tough, and he was tough at that place too. He would have been tough in race number one had he not had uh, fuel pickup problems. Yep. But just goes to show, everybody has trouble, right? Absolutely. It's a race. It's a race. Hey, I got my PEI shirt on for one reason. It's not the best shirt in my closet, okay? I've had it for a while. This I've got on for Greg Proud. Greg Proud won at uh, Oyster Bed Speedway. Just a couple hours ago in PEI, congratulations to Greg Proud. He will be some pumped up, ready to go for that at the IWK 250. He's been just like right there, Junior, looking for the win. And uh, yeah, the, the pesky 99 has been doing it. And Craig won while we were out there doing RS1. So, Craig, congratulations on your win. But uh, the 29 car has been right there. And again, today... He was right there, only in first place. So congratulations to Greg Proud, the number 29. We're going to hit this break. When we come back enough with Junior and I, we're going to get another Junior on here. We're going to get J.R. Fitzpatrick on the hotline. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parks. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca and by Mr. Transmission. Hey, Mr. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night. July 21st with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro Sportsman 100 and Legends. Then on Saturday, Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to RiversideSpeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. It's the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. Race Time Radio to go. Streaming live 
or on demand at racetimeradio.com. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Anniganish, Nova Scotia. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Celebrating 60 years at CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Having a little fun. Of course, we're on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. We're also on our live stream, and we are streaming this live on our Facebook page as well. Uh, Junior has had a car sitting in front of him that has uh, had a cover on it, and it's had a cover on it since he set it up there. And Mike, uh, one of the listeners, is going, will you take the damn cover off that car so I can see who it is and what it is? And it's a, a number seven Kleenex car from back in the day. And it is signed, I might add, by Randy LaJoy. So, so it's, a, it's funny. I've never seen a die cast come with a cover on it. And when it, when I took it out of the box, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. It's got a cool little car cover. So I covered it up. And, and Mike isn't the only one. There's been lots of people ask, what's Hazard? underneath that cover? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. But well, uh, I, I just thought we, we could have some fun with it. But next, I finally, finally, next week, finally. Next week, bring another one and we'll put it under the cover. Oh, okay. I know yeah. you've got about 200 of them. But yeah. uh, anyway, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in. How about a three-time, three-in-a-row APC winner, driver the number 84, J.R. Fitzpatrick. What's going on, kid? How are we? How are you guys? Doing real good. How are you? Good, good. Just getting home and getting, uh, getting settled for another week. Ah, uh, we can barely hear you, kid. You're going to have to pick up your horn. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, we can hear you now. That a boy. So, uh, away you go. You go out there and win race number three in the APC series. Uh, quite a night last night at uh, Delaware Speedway. It was a beaut. There was lots of people, lots of race cars. And, uh, JR, you got the 84 up where you wanted it. Yeah, and uh, really it all started with a great Friday night. We ended up racing a modified Steve Lyons in the Oscar Mod Tour. And, uh, Ended up collecting that checker flag as well. That car was a pile of fun and really enjoyed it, and it, and it paid off because I wanted to run that race to get some more laps around Delaware because of our new testing rules, and, and uh, it paid off. So I got to thank Steve for that. And then uh, in terms of Saturday, um, because of the new practice rules of tires and whatnot, I was a little concerned as uh, our speed, but even though we were only like a tenth and a half off, but it's just – I wasn't comfortable yet and, and uh, did some talks with my team and, and, and Paul and some MRE, and we uh, we got that thing dialed in and qualified the second, which was great. We only missed it, I think, by, geez, that wasn't even 10th, uh, which is awesome. And then uh, during the race, the car had speed all race long. It's just uh, on a long run, it would just start picking up a little bit of a, a power push on throttle, but, man, those, those cars love the turn. Yeah, they do. And they love that new surface at Delaware Speedway. 
uh, Canada's fastest half mile, no doubt. Uh, JR, the 52 of Sheridan, was also up there. He led a lot of the race uh, in looking really good. Uh, was there contact between you and him at the line, or was that really the 32's fault at the rear? I mean, I think it was just a racing deal, but the 52 was by far the best car. I mean, he was just fast. Like, I, I knew even on the test day when I took the modified to go practice that he was going to be really fast. And, and uh, I was better than him for maybe the first 10 laps of a run. And then, you know, from 10 on, he would inch away, and then we would be about the same. We, or unless he was saving that, I don't know. But, um, you know, it's five to go with an APC Tour win, and you got to get after it. So I knew I was better in the short run, so I, I dove down to the bottom, and, and he ran me down to the flat, which nobody was running down there, and he ran me pretty far down to the flat. And, and when I hit the flat, my right front frame on the front end just, just nicked the ground enough where I just pushed up and I got into his door. But if you watch the video, as soon as I got into his door, I was off of him coming through the late center of three and four and coming out of turn four. I wasn't even anywhere near him. He was up in the marble. So I think what happened after that is had nothing to do with, with me. Um, you know, people can say I pushed him up there if they want, but, you know, I got enough video around to prove anybody wrong. I'm saying it's just a racing deal and, and what happened after that was just wrong place, wrong time. Hey, man, yeah. every everybody's got everybody's got two pedals, right? Everybody can lift, everybody can hit the brakes, right? It's uh, well, yeah, and, and just like it's, anybody, exactly. everybody's got their everybody's got their own opinion on it too. So exactly, yeah. Yep. I know the view I seen from GeForce, and they did a great job covering it. Sue and I were both watching it. Uh, they, I didn't see you actually get into the side of uh, the fifty-two car. I never seen that. Um, I, I did see him loose on the high side. I got to admit that, but it kind of still looked like he was there. Um, right. And uh, then the next thing I know, the 32 was into the side of him, and zoom, away went on right straight into the wall on the infield. I went, wow. Um, that, that to me, and they replayed it and replayed it. And initially, Jamie on the broadcast was saying, uh, that there was another car on the inside, uh, maybe it was the 31, yeah, that, yeah. that got into the 32 that made him do that. And then after replaying it a bunch of times, no, there was air between the two cars. So the 32 cars got a little bit of uh, what, what definitely took place. But, JR, it is going to happen when the stakes are that high and you're at the end of the race. you got to know the 52 of, of uh, Sheridan. Jake is going to win. A pile of races, man. That fast. It, that that fifty two was quick. Yeah, and you know, back to the contact, it was ever so slight. I mean, you know, as usual, he runs Smelter in his interview saying that I run him up three lanes, and he says all this talk about how I always yell at him and all that. I haven't spoke to him in a year. We haven't hardly talked since that Sobble thing that, over the flat tire thing. So the thing about G Force, it's nice that we can do all these replays and, and set things straight, but at the same time. You know, guys, it just gives guys another platform to run their mouth about stuff, and I don't like it. That stuff really bothers me. That's how our, we stopped talking for a year, and and I don't, I'm not there to make friends with people. So if they're just going to keep running their mouth about that stuff. Is we have video now, like the, the world's changed. There's proof. I'm sorry, there's proof everywhere on this stuff. So he is going to win a pile of races. He's a talented driver. He. I was telling some people today, he reminds me a lot of myself when I was at his age, you know, like just not gritty, 
you know, a little mouthy, but fast. Like, he is really fast now that he's in that new car. And, I don't know. I just don't like the. I don't like the chirping. You know, like I've I've always told everybody in the garage, good or bad. I'm always open for conversation if you want to talk about it. You know, like and and, and I've even told the people to tour. Like, there's that little room in the shed there. Send the two drivers in there and, and sort it out, or come out disagreeing or whatever. But social media is not a place to run your mouth on. I hear you. I hear you. But it's the passion of the sport that's going to happen. JR, you are off to Flamborough Speedway next with the APC Series. Uh, that can't be good news for the competitors. I, I believe you are uh, batting a 1,000 at that track. <laughs> well, again, it's kind of like like what the 52 was at Delaware, right? It's home track. He, he knows the track, and that would be Flamborough for me. You know, Flamborough is where I first started my full-size stock car career, and, and we've just been really good there. And, and uh, But you can't stop. You know, I was talking to... My wife, Laura, you know, like, it's, it's really hard to run this good, but it's even harder to keep it going. So our, our goal is just to keep doing what we're doing, but we got to keep trying to build speed because this would be the first track that we go to for the second time around, and, and it, you just can't go with the same thing because, you know, we were good. I don't think we were the best car uh, early in that race, so we just got to keep working on speed and, and just keep improving because everybody's so close that if you, if you just go with what you had, you know, whatever it was a month ago, you'll be 15th, 20th. So always working, always building, and I'm going to try and uh, keep improving this deal and, and just see if we can get more more points and a couple more wins. How about sponsorship on that 84? What do you got? Uh, of course, I got Cambridge and Quim Express, uh, Transaxle, heavy-duty truck and trailer parts, uh, H2O Mobile Wash, good friend of mine from high school, and then Dave Wood, who owns Meineke Car Care. Uh, from Cambridge and Kitchener, he's been amazing. Uh, ATV Depot up in Sauble Beach area, they've been fantastic. They've been with us for a few years now. <laughs> and then obviously just my team, I really got to thank them. You know, it was a, a busy weekend for us with that modified and that um, pro late, but it was definitely tough and it was hot. So uh, got to thank them and, and our families for putting up with everything we want to do here. It's definitely a lot of work, but a season like this is making it uh, all worth it. Well, I can't believe somebody beat Andy Kamrath in a modified. Uh, I, now I heard he wrecked out. Is that true? I didn't see the race. Yeah, yeah, he did. He went low. I went high. So good thing I went high. But yeah, uh, I think he broke his toe too. So good thing that wasn't worse. And which sucks, right? Because Andy and I have been racing each other. I don't think too much. I gotta say, since we were ten, like, we've always been doing junior lakes against each other. And, mods last couple of years and i've always said i need i've always bugged them saying i just want one good shot at you and i thought that that friday night there we both had pretty well the same cars he i had a crate he had a built but the cars are pretty well the same and that would have been my best shot to give him a good run for the money so he uh maybe he just didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that's what it was jr yeah. uh congratulations on win number three back to back to back and uh, good luck at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, we'll keep your seat warmed up, so they say. Awesome. As always, thanks, guys. You betcha. Hey, buddy. J.R. Fitzpatrick goes to Victory Lane at Delaware Speedway. Uh, you guys didn't make out so well, but you recovered. Yeah. Yeah, so working with Josh Stoddy and the Ridgeline 17, we were uh, 
we were decent uh, through practice and and uh, missed it a little bit in qualifying. You know, was outside the redraw, um, which I mean, the track position thing is just so difficult. Um, and uh, you know, just got mired back in traffic, and and uh, we got uh, we got turned around by uh, by the ten car there at you know the midpoint mid portion of the race, and um, you know had to start at the tail, came back through the field. I think we were passing for like seventh or eighth, and and uh, had a had a left rear tire go down on under yellow. Um, and, uh, didn't feel it until he took the green mm. and, uh, he ended up making two laps with like three pounds of air in the, in the tire and, and, uh, never came off the bead. Uh, the yellow came out just as we were planning on coming down pit road. So that saved us. Um, we re- restarted like 19th and, and drove up to 13th with like nine to go. So, um, difficult day, but, uh, it was one of those days where you look back on it and, and it could have been way worse. Yeah. You know, we could have, we could have wrecked out. We could have, uh, you know, wrecked with a, with a flat tire. We could have had to pit under green. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we could have been 22nd, 23rd in that race. And, and, uh, you know, the way that you look at it is we gained, you know, probably 10 or 15 spots that, that we shouldn't have had. So, uh, good recovery. Um, and, and the team, you know, reacted the way that they should have and, and did a good job. Yeah. I do want to say deal. one thing about the, the entire JR Fitzpatrick, Jake Sheridan, Lapsovich deal. JR is 100% right that it is a racing deal. Yeah. Sheridan's 100% okay with being mad. Yep. Because JR hit him. Yep. <laughs> and 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 the 32 car did get into the 52. Yeah. So 100%, all three of them are are to blame for it. Um and no matter how you look at it, n- neither one of them wanted to wreck each other. No. They were racing around each other all night long. It was great racing. The fans were ecstatic every time that those guys were side by side. Um the entire place was electric. Um, but what I said with the, with the pedal thing is a hundred percent true, you know, and, and everybody's got, everybody's got, you know, a brake pedal and a gas pedal and a, and a steering wheel in their hand. The 32 could have lifted and saved the 52 car, Yeah. but he shot for the gap. Yeah. The 52 car could have let out of it to save himself. No, he but he would have got ran over. He would have. He would have given up. No, he wouldn't have. He, he got ran over. Well, not when you're up in the marbles. <laughs> when you're up in the marbles, yeah. you're, you're up in the marbles. You, yeah. you you can save the car. Yeah. But you have to lift, and you're going to lose five, six, eight, ten spots when you do it. Yeah. And and Jr. could have not tried for the pass. Yeah. And so no matter how you look at it, everybody's in, everybody's involved. Yeah. And and everybody's at fault. It's it's a tough deal. I don't think that yeah. anybody wanted to wreck each other. But that answer, I, I used a very similar answer last year to DJ moving Trayton Lapsovich. Yeah. And and I'm a firm believer of that. But um, DJ did move Lapsovich for the win. 100%. He, he but, did move him. But there J- was no question. Exactly. But JR bumped the, the, the 52. The 32 hit the 52. Like, ah, I mean, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's, it, it, it is, is the way that it is. It is. It is. But uh, anyway, let's talk about the IWK 250. I'll tell you what. There is a huge, huge buzz that came out right at the end of this past week. Uh, the NASCAR star coming in for the IWK 250 this year is nobody other than the gunslinger himself. Mike Skinner is coming uh, and, and his wife Angie is also going to come along and enjoy Nova Scotia. And he joins us on the hotline right now. What's going on tonight there, Mr. Skinner? How are you? Man, everything is great. We are uh, we had our, our little country club down the road from where we're where we spend our summers. Mm-hmm. They're having a big cookout. They got live music. We're gonna have fireworks. 
there could be an adult beverage involved. <laughs> We're having fun, man. We're looking forward to coming to Nova Scotia. Uh, I'll tell you what, at Nova Scotia and the rest of Canada is going to be looking forward to seeing you up here too, Mike Skinner. Uh, first of all, I want to wish you a belated happy birthday. I know it was your birthday the other day. Happy birthday on that one. Man, I appreciate it. You don't turn 100 every day. I mean, I'm pretty old. My body's 100 anyway. No, no, no. no. Did Hornaday call you at all? Because I know you and Hornaday are pretty tight. And uh, you guys are right about there. I think you're the younger one of the two, though, aren't you? Well, I've always said that. He seems to say that I'm the oldest one, and I think I'm the youngest one. And one of us has used hair dye for a long time. He finally quit, and I never have. So I must be younger. Ah, you gotta be, you gotta be, and cool today to see Richard Childers back in Victory Lane for the Cup Series. Uh, uh, Reddick goes to Victory Lane. I know that's special. Back uh, when you drove the three truck, man, you were with RCR, and a special day for Richard. We were able to win a ton of races for Richard. I think we won eight races a year, two years in a row, and then we went to the Cup Series. And you know, the sad part, I, I, I was, I just texted Richard a few minutes ago, and and said I was so worried that Tyler Reddick was going to become me because we'd sit on the pole and leave the most laps, and just like Tyler has done, and something happens. You know, the, the, the car breaks or, you know, you get a you get crashed. <clears throat> For one reason or another, it, it, it keeps him out of victory lane. I remember leading the Daytona 500 on the white flag lap twice. It's like, oh, my God, how do you not win? So... I'm really happy for RCR and really happy for Tyler Reddick. He is one heck of a race car driver. And rumor has it that they exercise their right to re-sign him for a couple more years, which I really feel like that helps the whole organization over there at RCR. I think it, it, it helps. You know, I know Austin's working really hard to, to improve on his craft, and he had a good run going today and kind of messed up getting in the corner on one spot, but... Happy for RCR. No, oh, I was praying that Austin was going to get off the track so the yellow didn't come out, and then Chase would have been up beside with the eight. I was going, oh, no, no, come on. you got to pull off somewhere, Austin, and sure enough, he did. But uh, anyway. so I've, had NAS- I've had NASCAR cost me a couple of, of, of cup wins by stupid stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, you know, somebody threw a Marlboro light on the backstretch. Throw the caution, three to go, six-second lead. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make it exciting. <laughs> yeah, make it exciting for the fans at Mike's expense. Buddy, listen, yeah. i got to tell you something here. I I am super excited, and I know there's a whole pile of fans that are with me on this. Um, we've been doing the IWK 250 for this is going to be our 11th year broadcasting. Uh, what I always coin, whenever I put it out on Twitter, I call it, Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, because that is, in fact, what it is, Mike Skinner. Uh, We've seen guys like Brad Kozlowski come in. He finished third. We had Joey Logano here. Joey, great guy, finished third. Uh, Matt Crafton, I think he's got two or three third-place finishes with the IWK 250. Of course, Kenny Wallace. Now, Kenny did win the IWK 250 after a guy got disqualified. Um, and, you know, rightfully so. That's what happens in short track racing, as you know. Kenny is, uh, you know, a champion of the IWK 250. And Regan Smith is another one that uh, took him two shots at it. But Regan has won the IWK 250. I got to tell you, the car you're going to get into, 
that uh, that 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 cat car for kids uh, that's being prepared at Anova Racing right now, Mike. I'm telling you, as a friend, that car can win that race. Man, that's awesome. I mean, we, <clears throat> my boys, have a little race team. My oldest son and and they have a. I, I think that's a Van Doren car, Butch Van Doren car. And uh, we we used to have one, and I've won some races in it. Kind of understand the car. I'm really not sure about the tires and some of the other rules that they have there, but it is what it is. And we're going to come. We're going to have a good time. We're going to do the very best we can. Man, I hate when Kenny Wallace outdoes me at anything. So <laughs> he's a, he's a great friend of mine, and I I I, uh, I know we just came from Fairbanks, Alaska, where I won the dirt track championship up there in a modified. And I have not been in a dirt car in, a, like, at least, I should say, 50 years, but it's not been that long. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was a lot of fun, and, and I look forward to coming up there. Sounds like you guys got a lot of great people up there and some really competitive racers. Well, it's going to blow your mind. I guarantee you, you're about to have your mind blown. Uh, I know Chocolate Myers has been up here with us, and everybody that has come in has been totally, totally impressed with the IWK 250 and Riverside International Speedway. Uh, the race fans are cordial. Uh, they're, they're, they're in love with you guys. And uh, Mike Skinner, I know they're going to be in love with you. Uh, it, I've been down at New Smyrna Speedway. I've been watching the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing forever. And every now and then I would see you pop up in a late model along with Jamie. What's happening down there now? Are you guys still got your teams or what's the scoop? Well, I, I stepped away from that thing about three or four years ago, and anything that I still owned in the building I gave to Jamie. And uh, Jamie still has a team. He, he basically does development with drivers. And every once in a while he puts the old man in. And I don't know, normally I win when I get in the cars, but, you know, this year I think I finished second. And so that was really a bummer. But we we had no cautions. I had to, had to start back in the pack and... and Worked my way to second and ran out of laps. But, um, you know, I'm not getting any younger, but I still love to do this. It's so much fun, and these late model cars are just amazing. They drive good. They stop. They turn. They go. They do a lot of things that in the Cup Series, you know, in the past years when I raced was really hard. I mean, that you couldn't get them to stop without locking the tires up, and you couldn't get them to turn. And then when you hit the gas, they just wanted to light the rear tires up. So, it was it really, it, it, people don't understand how much in another zip code the cup drivers are. They're, it's like playing golf at high school and then going to the PGA. I mean, it's, it's just, those guys are so darn good. And, uh, you know, I've been retired for a while, but I still love to get behind the wheel, still love to go fast, still love to run good. So I really want to come up there. I want to do a good effort and run well. That's the, the, the thing that jumps off the page to me, Mike, is the guys who have came up here to run um, haven't really spent a whole lot of time in a late model uh, to to a certain degree, right? So late model late models are, you know, completely different. Like you said, um, you know, the, the guys who had spent a lot of time in a late model, Regan Smith is, is one of them. He, he turned a ton of laps in a late model as his career went. 
Um, and and uh, and Kenny Wallace, obviously, you know, uh, when he came up here, he was kind of transitioning, you know, out of the out of the, the the big side of things, and and he was doing a lot of appearances and jumping into a pile of different late model style cars, and then as well on the dirt side. Um, but really, like Joey Logano hadn't hadn't driven a late model in a long time. Matt Crafton hadn't hadn't been behind the wheel of a late model in a long time. Um, the the list goes on and on. Mark Martin, same deal. He yeah. hadn't been in a late model for a long time. So. He hadn't been in a car so, since exactly. Tony Stewart's car <laughs> yep. before he comes. So, but really, I yeah, think but that Mark Martin. No, exactly. I, I, I no, one hundred percent. But I think that that you're coming in here with with a with a leg up on all these ringers that have came in um, because you know I, I think that uh, and and I think it's going to be really exciting for the fans, um, you know, and 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 it's uh, it's no joke, man. I think that. Uh, um, you're gonna you're gonna absolutely love the racetrack. The facility is the thing that I think is gonna stand out the most, and uh, and the race fans will be equal to that. <laughs> I think that's the that's the neatest awesome. part about it. Don't jinx me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I jinx you, know, you we, that just we, means that I owe you a beer. So that, I mean, that's not a yeah, bad thing. I'll take it. <laughs> no, we we really love racing still, and and you know I, I know that you guys have had some amazing race car drivers up there, and. You know, we, we don't want to come up there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to win. I want to do well. But we want to put on a show for the fans and make sure that we run far enough to where we get down to the end where if we had a shot, it would be significant. I went to Fairbanks, Alaska, and I crashed on the very first lap. And thank God they don't count cautions. We came in, put a tire on, and then had another bent wheel and came in and did that and the toe end was knocked out three inches and somehow or the other i got to the to the front with one lap to go and won the race but i'd sure like to do that without hitting the wall now yeah well that that, that just adds to the excitement mike no, that adds to the drama. I'm getting too old for this stuff. Yeah, angie would have been on the sideline going okay skinner enough out 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 now, she was probably on the sideline going, what a dumbass. Why'd you hit the wall on the first lap? <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's funny because, you know, I used to be Mike Skinner, the NASCAR driver. Now I'm Mike Skinner, Angie's husband. Yeah. You know, she, she, she's, she's done well. We've done well with our radio show, and uh, she's written a couple of books. And she's a, she's a rock star, man. She, she's amazing. I, I'm just so, so glad to have her in my life. And, I love that she goes to these things with me, and we we have a great great time. So that uh, it's not about me anymore; it's more about her. Well, she's I just bring me along to drive the car, just to drive, yeah, to get her to the event. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we love you. We love you, Mike. We love Angie. And listening to you on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, you guys got a great show. I tune in all the time, and uh, totally love it. Skinner Roundup is. Uh, where you need to hang your hat, I'll tell you. You guys got some incredible guests. I love the opinion part of the show. Well, I appreciate that. Our our show is is different from most of the the, the, the shows on Channel ninety. Um, we love Dave Moody's show and, and bags and, and chocolate and I mean they all do an amazing job. And but but I don't have to be politically correct anymore. So when you watch mine and Angie's show, I should say Angie and my show, um, kind of whatever's on our mind is what we say. So, you know, we don't do, we don't completely depend on our show to make a living. So, I say what I want to say, and I give an honest opinion. And when we do the garage segment, 
I try to give our race fans and our listeners an inside bit on how the technical side of things go. And when I was a race car driver full-time in the NASCAR in, in the Cup Series or the Truck Series, I had to be a little bit more politically correct, and I don't really have to do that with our show. I have got my hand slapped a couple times, but uh, we really enjoy doing that show, and I'm just, uh, I'm just a sidekick on it. She's the brain. You know, Mike, I've got to go through a bunch of my archives now. I'm telling you, we got to go way, way back here. Um, I was at Daytona International Speedway, and my son Joe, that's the co-host here, uh, Joe was yeah, about you wish me a happy birthday. Six, six years. Uh, no. Thank you, buddy. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Mike that wished you a happy birthday. Oh, no, it was John Force. No, it was John Force and yeah. uh, Ron Hornaday. But anyway, uh, Joe was about six years old, and we were down at Daytona. And I, I loved, I, I, I had a scanner and I had a little recorder and I would scan into guys and I'd listen to guys. And w- when I seen the 31 on the track, I went, oh, I got to tune into Mike Skinner. So I did. And you guys were out at Daytona and you were flying around. You were doing really good lap times. And I, I can't remember who your crew chief was, but he came on and he said, Mike, uh, how's the car feel? You came back on the radio and said, we're not learning anything. We're not learning anything. And uh, uh, he said, well, I guess the car's fast enough to bring it in. It was hilarious when I was listening to it. <laughs> and I believe, Mike, I think I've still got that somewhere. I'm going to really try and find it and bring it with me to Nova Scotia and give it to you. But that is from a long time ago. Uh, I can tell you it is going to be dynamite to see you in that car. Um, and you're going to be there on the Thursday for practice, I would take it? If there's a practice, you can bet your ass I'm going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to miss any practice because, you know, you come up to somebody else's backyard. It's hard to go in somebody else's backyard and beat them. It'd be like, you know, some of those guys there, they come down to New Smyrna, and they have a hard time beating us there. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to have a hard time going up there in their backyard and beating them. So every lap of practice will be instrumental, and every little bit of feedback I can give to the guys to fine-tune the car that's so important, and, and practice is just key. So if there's a practice, I'll be there for it. Yeah, and I want you to know something. The drivers that you're going to compete with on the, at the IWK250 are totally, uh, totally different than you would find at a normal short track. These are the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, and I'm telling you what, these guys take care of their equipment. Um, are they going to move over and let you go? Probably not. Um, and, but they're not going to knock you out of the way uh, or wreck you. They may, I shouldn't say knock you out of the way because I know uh, 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 Tucker ended up, the 52 car ended up giving Brad Kozlowski a little bit of a punt coming off turn three as he was going for the IWK 250 win. Uh, a few years ago, but you know what? It is it, it, like like he said in Victory Lane. This is our Daytona 500, and uh, they all want to win. But I just want you to know that you can trust the guy that's racing beside you. Uh, you're gonna be very very impressed with the teams. Uh, not only that you're gonna be racing in and with, but the guys you race against. Uh, are going to be second and done, and you'll see exactly what I mean when you get out there. But uh, rest assured in your mind, you can trust them on the outside. The 29 of Greg Proud went to Victory Lane today as part of that series, so you know he's going to come in as a hot dog, same as the 99 of Craig Slonwhite, 
And, of course, the 89 Nova Celtic Ford of Donald Chisholm, the 2016 IWK 250 winner. Uh, he's always dangerous on that track. He's incredibly fast. But, uh, hey, you're Mike Skinner. You can beat them all. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can or not, but we're going to try our best. And, you know, I don't have a problem with somebody moving me out of the way to win a race. Uh, wrecking me to win is another story. Mm. But, um, you know, moving somebody, being aggressive, I think some of the short tracks across the, the U.S. and Canada, both, have gotten to the point where if you touch somebody, they want to black flag you. I have no problem with somebody rubbing and, and trying to get by me and, and doing, you know. When you go in there and just dump somebody, that ain't right. They, you need to be penalized for that. But, you know, getting in there and, and mixing it up and trading a little paint for the fans, that's what they're there for. That's what gets them to, to not use the seat. They want to stand up when that stuff's going on. So hopefully we don't, uh, you know, have too many bad things happen. But, <laughs> but, but I, I look forward to aggressive racing. I don't have no problem with it. No, Mike, you're going to fit like a glove. Uh, we appreciate so much your time tonight on Race Time Radio, and uh, we look forward uh, to the next few weeks. July the 23rd is the IWK 250 out at Riverside International Speedway, but you're going to want to be there Thursday for the big tailgate party practice, Friday, the sportsman, and then, hey, you get to meet Mike Skinner, and then uh, we got to leave him alone because he's got to race the car. But, Mike, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Look forward to seeing you out there, buddy. We're going to have some fun. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Look forward to coming. Yeah. And we're all in for the party. It'll be a lot of fun. Hey, one quick thing. Have you ever driven a Legends car? Have you ever driven a Legend car? Yeah, one time. Oh, okay, okay. Because Kraft and at practice time. I think Kraft and a bunch of those guys. And uh, I, I drove one Legends race. I won and I retired. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the stuff. Perfect. Good deal. I'm oh. 100% in the Legends cars. Oh, well, look at you go, Mike. Well, let's see if you're 100% <laughs> in the IWK 250. I, I know I'm going to be taking you in that race. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. You betcha. Get out and have some fun. Blow up some uh, fireworks. All right. See you later. Absolutely. Mike Skinner, going to be in the IWK 250 and uh, just a great guest here on Race Time Radio. Don't forget to tune in to he and Angie on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Uh, He'll be talking lots about his experience, Junior, at the IWK 250. You can count on it. Absolutely. And and going back to his show where he doesn't have to be politically correct. Yeah. That's 100% true. But uh, the uh, the hand slapping part, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, you've had a hand slap. I got a hand slap. Uh, we're not going to say no more about it. We're, we're going to hit this break. All right, we're I won't hit say this anything. Break. Okay, and then you can talk. We'll be back. <laughs> Stay with us. Come on, wake up, honey. I got a little money coming my way. We gotta get out of here. Find me some cigarettes, little whiskey and me. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. No one else, only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. Love, friend of mine. 
Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look, feel, be epic at epicracewear.ca. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Alpert. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Rock of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Ever hear a jo- Joey Vinegar? Yeah. Joey Vinegar? The songs, Related to him. The songs that you hear are going to be Joey Vinegar. Check him out. That's cool. Check him out. Google him. Google him on uh, YouTube and Spotify. Joey Vinegar. Cool. Uh, speaking of politically correct, yeah. Um, now, what's this? I hear you're on probation. <laughs> you are on NASCAR probation. Apparently, apparently, yes, sir. I never seen no release that said you're on NASCAR probation. Usually, when NASCAR puts somebody on probation, <laughs> do they not do a press release? I don't know. Well, I don't know the answer okay. to that. Well, tell me why are you on? Uh, is it is it legal for you to tell me why you're on probation, or is that a mystery? Well, it's just I I, I got my hand slapped a little bit. That's all. You got your hand slapped a bit. Just yeah. Just for, was it something you said? Well, it was from Shoutier. Was it uh, for something you said, or something you did? For something let's that narrow I said. this. Let's narrow this down. Okay, something, something that, that said. you said. Yes. Huh. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's just one of those deals. Oh, it is what it is. Shut your uh, That's the one where uh, your your driver got penalized when he shouldn't have. Well, I, they they think that he should have. So well, it, it, that's their, uh, that they we agreed that, to disagree at that they, point. They, they, can, they can say they disagree all they want. Yeah. All you got to do is watch the video and follow it. Yeah, that's all. That's all I like. That's all I was doing was just going by what I'm seeing. Same here. So it is what it is. Now, don't believe your eyes. Yes, don't sir. believe your eyes. Yes. That's that's how you got to do. Just don't believe your eyes. Yeah, it didn't actually happen. It didn't actually go that way, <laughs> Joe. I know. It is I what know. it is. But it is hey, what it is. You know what? It uh, if everybody learns from it, yeah, then it's fruitful. But yeah, if sure. nobody learns anything from it, that's right. It's only going to happen again and again. Yep. So I don't know. I've always in life tried to learn. Yep. And when I make a mistake. Mm. Try not to do that. Yeah. 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 But. I tell you what, this weekend was a heck of a weekend. Spotted for seven different races. And you didn't get you didn't, didn't get yelled at once. You didn't get into any trouble. You didn't get on <laughs> any probation. No. 
Did you get a victory? I did. Did you? Yes, with the Mennonite, the Mennonite Godfather himself, Dalen Martin. <laughs> Dalen Martin. Yeah, That's he a rode, beautiful. He rode his he horse all the way to Victory Lane. Did he? Yeah, man, did we have fun? Yeah. It was a, it was a gas. So Dalen works on the NASCAR Pinty's team with us yeah. on Andrew Ranger's team. Okay, and uh, so that's just, the connection. Yeah, he's a he's a great dude. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, we uh, we started up front. We had a, a heck of a car. He, he got a wicked start. Um, poked out to an early lead and, uh, um, you know, just, uh, just kind of managed the race. And, and obviously, you know, we were out front when the big one happened. Uh, and um, it was the big one. That I, was the, I got, honestly, I, I want I, a minute to talk about that. And we're at 57. So okay. I, I do want a minute. Say I've been, what you're saying. I've been to a tremendous amount of short track races. Yeah. That was by far the worst, the worst multi-car wreck that I've ever seen yes. at a local short track event ever i agree i agree wholeheartedly yeah. what i disagree with and i disagree based on what my eyeballs seen uh not that tom walters wasn't involved in it he was involved in it yes he was um but it, there was a lot of disrespect to tom walters uh, i believe like uh i know there was a pile of cars tore up and i felt terrible that the cars were tore up but guess what? That happens in racing. Yeah. Uh, doesn't happen that big. And I guarantee you, if you asked Tom Walters, he would have never, ever said, oh, yeah, I did that one on purpose. Oh, God, no. No. He made a mistake. He mm -hmm. made a mistake. And anyone, anyone that is driving a car that thinks you're perfect, well, I'm going to tell you something. You're not. Yep. You're not. And it's going to happen to you one of these days. You'll be in that shoe that Tom Walters had on. And uh, I just found it kind of harsh. Listen, now, I, I have all the respect in the world for Tom Walters. Me I, too. I, like, the guy has won an, uh, 50 championships for a reason. The guy yeah. can wheel a race car. Yeah. Still can. He was up front. It proves that he can. The mistake that happened yeah. shouldn't have happened. No. And, and being that aggressive on a racetrack with those club members that are running for $200 even. They're all running for $200. There's no there's no prize at the end of the tunnel. You yeah, win the yeah. race, you all get the same amount of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think the biggest thing yeah that 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 creates the uproar is the fact that it is that way. It's more of like a gentleman series race. It, it the winning portion is 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 the fun is the, is the flashy part. I feel bad for Tom Walters, but I also think that that there there is definite there's definite warrant for the anger um, about it. But okay. it's I I feel bad for Tom. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Tommy did not mean that, and a lot of cars got wrecked. A lot a lot of hard nights in the shop, guaranteed. We have to throw it back to Toronto. Get you up to date on news and highlights. Takes 90 seconds. And then we're back for hour two. And I believe we'll have Ryan Turner on the other side. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Race Dive Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport. The official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got O.J. Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow. The thrill of the race. Get away, sideways. Yeah, 
Biden into it. Out of control. Unbelievable how quickly things can change in racing. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you, you are the man! <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And we are back with you live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Uh, let me see here. How about the Canadian Sprint Car? Now, okay, what? what? You want to do a rundown? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's yeah. a good idea. And, yeah. then, and then we'll grab uh, Ryan, the winner of the 16th annual Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. But you give her junior. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I so, uh, just want to give a shout out to some of our Facebook li- li- listeners, viewers. Yeah. What, do you, yeah, yeah. what do you guys want to be called? Viewers? Viewers. All right. Uh, Caden Lapsovich, he's tuned in. Caden, way to go. Um, Adam McCullough, Roy Wilkie, uh, Brian Osborne, Bob DeWald. Hey, guys. Pete Gottlier. Pete, Petey. I uh, shot a funny video about his brother. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) Donald Lunn. Yeah. uh, He spotted for about 100 cars this weekend. Yeah. Sean Chenoweth is tuned in. 89. Didn't have the weekend that he wanted. Nope. Um, Scotty Sands, David Gase, Jason Pickles, Mike Riniak. Mikey! We got, we got all the guys. Everybody's Good deal. all tuned in here. So. Well, we've got the Canadian Sprint Car National winner as well, the number 91. We have Ryan Turner with us on the hotline. What's going on there, Ryan? The, uh, has the champagne stopped flying yet? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's stopped flying. Uh, starting to wind down this weekend. Uh, it was, uh, Definitely a surreal feeling, and then I actually got uh, got rushed into a, a wedding the next day for uh, my teammate uh, Mike Thorne as well. So it's been a, it's been a busy weekend. I would say so. Busy understatement, man. Thirty-seven of the uh, highest quality sprint cars a guy could ask for at the Big O on Friday night, but the ninety-one car, you were the one that came out on top. Uh, and and I'll tell you what, there was some chasing going on there. Yeah, um, and and to be honest, that was my that was my first win at Oshuigan. We've uh, we've run there a long time, and it was it was nice to finally get it done. And it was even better to get it done at a Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. Um, you know, we we just seemed to put together a full night. Uh, you know, we time trial not not terrible. We were seventh, which put us in the front row of the heat race. And then uh, we let all the heat race labs had a little competition from Dylan with a slider on a restart doing Westbrook there and. Uh, we were able to get back by them and, and finish off the heat race. Um, the the pole dash, we started fourth uh, from our passing points from the heat race, and uh, we only uh, we only didn't lead the first lap of the pole dash. We were able to get the lead on the second lap and, and win the pole dash. And then the the feature was uh, the same kind of same kind of thing. We were able to lead every lap and and you know get through lap traffic really well, better than I ever have before, and and really put a full full night together so it, it was great yeah amazing amazing uh, clinton before the race i don't know what this be yeah it was before your race i believe uh he was down trackside and showing the actual surface there was a little strip of dirt right on the very bottom but there was no cushion up top if you went up top you were gone yeah especially on entry um one and one and three on entry was there was nothing left 
Um, I was just trying to keep my momentum up, and I was actually kind of shooting the middle of one and three, and then I was grabbing the grip off the top of two and four, but which was kind of interesting because obviously you can't go too hard and you're hitting the wall. Um, so you had to kind of feather it to there, and then you could kind of stomp the throttle and get down the straightaway. Yeah, amazing. Amazing job by you. And, uh, man, there was a lot of good cars in the race. Uh, I couldn't believe a guy like uh, Nanakoke, I believe is his last name, uh, didn't even qualify. He was gone. He was on the trailer watching. Yeah, that, that's what that's what happens at the Nationals. And, honestly, uh, my, my history of the Nationals has been very lackluster. Um, the first Nationals I ever made, and I've been trying for since 2015, uh, with, with 2019. So to be honest, uh, I kind of really, really turned things around because I think in 2019, I finished 23rd, right? So to go from 23rd to, to winning it, you know, there's definitely a lot of, uh, time in between with COVID and we've really worked on our program. Uh, and it, it definitely, it showed, it showed on Friday night. You know, I've I've spent uh, you know very little time at the dirt tracks, <laughs> and and I've been to uh, two uh, Canadian Sprint Car National events. Uh, they're amazing events every single time. Ashwikan does phenomenal things. The regular Friday night program is equally as phenomenal. Um, but when you when you talk about the the event, the size and scale of of what you know the the three sixty nationals are are up here in in you know canada's crown jewel dirt track um obviously it, it means a lot to you to to win the race and and it's always exciting but what does having the event so close to home mean uh when it is such a, a an iconic uh you know event for your division it, it means a lot and even even going into this year knowing we we're having three i think that that kind of got us even a little more fired up giving us more opportunity yep. at the canadian sprint car national um, trying to make up for lost time with, with COVID and, and scheduling those extra races. But, you know, it, uh, it's a whole different level. It, it, you know, it gives you the, the butterflies in your stomach when, you know, when you're going out for time trial because we don't normally time trial. Uh, we normally just pill draw and you kind of get given your position on the way in the door where, you know, we're time trialing, you, you pick your position, but then you got to run a good heat race to get to the, the pole dash. And then obviously you got to run really good in the pole dash to get a good starting spot in the feature. Um, also, we only normally run 20 laps, so 35 was, I'm going to be honest, a little, quite a few for us. It just, uh, it, it's different when you're used to running 20, right? And um, the other, the other uh, little hiccup that Oshwegan had, and nothing against them, but it made it a different night, was uh, the scoreboard wasn't working. So normally I can kind of tell who's behind me. I can tell what lap I'm on. But it was honestly, I just had to keep pushing and keep clicking off laps until I saw the checkers. So it made things definitely interesting uh, from that standpoint as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That 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 would throw a wrinkle, really, when you're uh, flying along. It's nice to just do a little uh, eye check up there and find out who's with you and who's not. Uh, yeah, that would throw you for a wee bit of a loop. Tell me something. Yeah. Uh, we are with Ryan Turner. He is the winner of the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals at the Big O on uh, Friday night, if you're just tuned in now. Uh, but, Ryan, uh, did you hear anything in the 91 car? You mentioned it. You guys are used to running 25 laps. This one's 35. Did you hear any noises that you haven't heard coming into the closing laps and you were saying, oh, my God, hang on here? Yeah, no, I, you know, I didn't, and I, and I knew I was getting to lap traffic really well. And then, of course, we had a caution with two to go, and they move out all the lap cars, and we start single file. So I, so I had Paulie and Dylan Westbrook behind me, who 
who in the last, you know, last week, Dylan had won at Eldora against all the Ohio guys, and Paulie had won in New York against all the all the uh, Empire Super Sprints, so two of the top 360 classes, and, um, you know, I, I and Paulie had actually slid me on one restart already, so I was really uh, hesitant on the bottom, um, but you know what, it, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, is I didn't see... I didn't see my wife on the fence telling me where to go, high or low, and what corner. So I, so I, I knew we were really good. I knew she was just nervous. Um, I did, I did. Uh, Brady and Jeff were on the fence. My crew guys giving me the okay. So since I didn't see my wife, I knew we were we were running really good. So I knew I just had to kind of run my run my same line, and uh, and it paid off. But I was definitely, uh, I, I was I was nervous with two to go uh, with the final restart. Um, I remember going down the back stretch and not kind of knowing what I was going to do on the final restart. And made my decision when I finally got to turn three and and hit the bottom and, and and fired the car off there. I tell you what, and and stereotypes are bad, right? So stereotypes are bad for everything in the world. But I have to stereotype sprint car drivers here for a Why second because you guys are a different breed. I know you've heard it. A, you've heard it a bunch. But I got a chance. This is a funny story. I got a chance to sit on a on a short bus with three sprint car drivers on the way to an airport, and it was Nick Sheridan in Newfoundland. Yeah, in Newfoundland, <laughs> Turkey, and uh, 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 Glenn Styers. Glenn, that's and, I'm going to guess. Glenn. And oh my lord, you guys are a different breed. <laughs> that's all I can say. And I don't even care. I don't know you. I've never met you before. I guarantee you, you fall into the same because all three of them guys are the same, crazy yeah. as heck, yeah. and uh, yeah. just a lot of fun. But uh, uh, congratulations on a huge win, man! And and sorry to uh, stereotype you like that. <laughs> you know what? It's it's perfectly fine. Um, everyone always asks what, what it's like to get in a uh, spring car, and uh, especially when the track's uh, tacky and you know those 13, 13 and a half second track at Oshwigan on a three eighth mile oval. Um, you know, it's, it's basically like you're in an airplane, and you know when the airplane takes off and sits you back in your seat, that's pretty much like a sprint car. Uh, and, then, and then, and then you got to turn it when you get to the uh, corner. So that's a whole different uh, situation. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might be 100 percent right. You, you need to be a little bit different breed. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 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 you got four corners to make. Yeah, this is uh, just amazing. Did you see? Uh, kind of off topic a wee bit, but on the same night. Did you happen to see that set, that that modified sitting on the fence in the barrel roll that that twenty seven car did? Yeah, I I, I did. Um, that's, it's never good. Um, I I obviously was caught up in uh, post race activity, so I didn't see it live. But I did watch it on the uh, on G Force afterwards. And uh, it's uh, Todd Gordon. We we know him. He used to uh, just do our street stock bodies for us when uh, when I was first getting into racing about ten years ago. Um, Never good. You never you never want to see anybody go through that. But then i i heard uh, I heard Glenn gave him his backup car. Glenn Sires gave him his backup car to run at Maryville the next night. So that's always a it's always a good showing of uh, you know the uh, racing community right there. Oh my God! Did he ever go for a ride? I was so happy to see him get out of the car because it, it, like it was it was dangerous looking, um, and it was. There was no doubt about it. He definitely would have been a sore cat the next day, but. Uh, Ryan, you had a dynamite run. I know it's a family affair. You got your brother, you got your dad, uh, and you've definitely got some great sponsorship on that ninety-one. Yeah, um, I got. I got to thank uh, Jason and Celeste. They, uh, you know, have given me a great opportunity here uh, in the last. Uh, this will be my fifth year with them. 
Um, and obviously, you know, I said in my interview, I didn't start off the greatest. Uh, you know, I, I was actually getting lapped by uh, Dylan Westbrook back in 2018 at Oshwegan. So uh, the fact that they stuck with me and, you know, stuck with, uh, you know, my wife, my crew, um, just means a lot to me. And, and they really, really helped me to come really far as, as a driver. And, you know, now we're really starting to uh, put, on a, put on a show. We're currently leading three-point series, the Knights of Thunder, the Oshwegan points, and the Southern Ontario Sprints points. Um, so I, just, I can't thank them enough. I got to thank my wife, Jenna. Uh, she helped me on uh, Friday night not to go too far with the car. Uh, you know, so I'd make too many adjustments and then dial myself out. Uh, you know, I got to thank my crew. The crew's been awesome. They've, they've been, uh, you know, we haven't had knock on wood, but we haven't had DNF in uh, about two years. So, you know, that, that means a, a strong thing. You know, you got to finish the, <laughs> you got to finish first to, uh, to or sorry, you got to uh, first finish to finish first. And and that means you know they're they're working their butts off every every night. Um, I got to thank my sponsors, uh, Kingpin Farms, uh, Burger Barn, and Petra Plus Travel Stop. And also I got to thank uh, my buddy uh, Nathan Bavard. He's been helping me out with some some setup setup stuff uh, over the phone because he's from he's from Michigan, but he's been helping me out a lot. Uh, dynamite stuff. They'll be listening to you down south, buddy. Uh, your next race, where are you going to be? Where can fans look forward to catching the ninety one of Ryan Turner? Uh, we got a we got a busy weekend coming up, so we're going to be at Oshwegan on uh, Friday, uh, Saturday I believe at Brighton, and then Cornwall on Sunday. So we got wow. a busy 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 weekend coming up. Well, say hi to Mark for me when you get down to. Uh... <laughs> Um, you said it. Brighton. Brighton. There you go. How do you like that for a little blackout in the middle of a sentence? <laughs> uh, it's all good. I will. I will. He always comes and see us. So yeah. He, he likes having us show up there, and he's a, he's a great guy. Well, you make sure you say hi to Marky for me. He's a dynamite cat. Hey, congratulations, Ry, on the success. Keep it going. We'll keep your seat warmed up here on Race Time Radio, and uh, you just keep doing what you're doing, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, interview me. Absolutely. Congratulations. That is Ryan Turner, driver of the number 91 uh, 360 Dirt Sprint Car Jr. They're going to know his name. Uh, he just won the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. He's definitely hooked up. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, a couple more to go. So there's uh, uh, definitely some, some cool events upcoming. He did touch on something with Glenn Styers, you know, lending the guy um, that uh, Todd who, yeah. who went over. Big heart. Um, no, it's uh, you, we don't know what you know. The saying you don't know what you got till it's gone. You yep. know. Yep. Um, the racing community don't know what it's got with Glenn Styers. He he absolutely loves the sport. Yeah. Um, you can tell with the the investment with everything that he's done with Oshweek and Speedway. Yep. Um, but you look at all the people that he's had in his cars over the years. Um, you know, you look at all the different you know places on the sport where he's touched. Um, and and he's just continuing to grow that portion. He tried he's, to get me in his two car uh, two, two car sprint two, or two, two, two seater sprint. Yep, I didn't do it. I know. I, I know you should have. No, it yeah. rolled yeah. right after nah, that. You're fine. No, you, no, you got no, a helmet. no, no. But but I, I I mean, I still love him. You know, you you <laughs> you look at uh, you know just as a quick example here that nobody would know about. Yeah, but 
Nick Sheridan is on our team with the 27 team. Oh, is um, he? I and, didn't know and that. Nick Sheridan, you know, is 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 part of the 27 camp. Yep. He was going to miss. He was going to miss uh, Newfoundland because he, um, you know, obviously had to race yeah. the night before at Oshweken, and yep. the plane left. Um, you know, at, when the green flag was going to drop. Right. So, um, Glenn, you know, was racing at Newfoundland. He raced at at uh, Friday night at yes, Oshweken. Yep. And uh, he had a plane chartered to go out there to Newfoundland. And uh, Nick finished second that night, and uh, Glenn said, hey, what time do you fly out? Like, thinking that he's just going to be there. Right. And uh, Nick says, I, I, I'm not go. going. I can't yeah. go. Yeah, the, the, I can't get on a plane. He goes, well, you're coming with me. <laughs> so Nick Nick didn't have anything. He he literally didn't have a change of clothes, didn't have nothing. Get and and, uh, and he, he literally jumped on the plane and, and came to... Uh, Came to Newfoundland and and uh, but it's things like that you yes, know you, you hear yeah. stories like that with Glenn Styers all the time yeah and he is such a diehard supporter of motorsports and and in general not just not just dirt he's not just a dirt guy now oh he's, 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 he's everything he's motorsports yes, in general he is. and, and uh, you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due can't wait to see him in the Honda Indy Toronto absolutely yeah. me too it's gonna be awesome watch the zero in the Pindy series he's coming he's coming. Uh, we got to hit this break. Then, well, on the other side of the break, we have got Mr. Dykstra. Yes, he is going to join this very show, the 5D. Jacob Dykstra, on the other side of the break, he also won at the Big O. time to get back to the racetracks for over 30 years quick quick fire starters have fueled the sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one two three there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your quick quick fire starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro quick quick fire starters no harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody around? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night, July 21st, with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro, Sportsman 100, and Legends. 
Then on Saturday, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to riversidespeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on racetimeradio.com. It's the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. Gentlemen, start your engine. Welcome back. Race Time Radio. I think I like it too, Joey. Yes, I do. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, uh, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Off to the hotline we go now, and we welcome in Jacob Dykstra, driver of the 5D. He went to Victory Lane as well in his uh, crate sprint car, did double duty. Let's talk to him right now. What's going on there, Jacob? How are you, buddy? I'm okay. Thanks for having me. You betcha. Uh, you uh, d- tore up the dirt on Friday night, man. You had that five uh, D just a humming. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we were coming. We had a good run in the heat race. And, uh, the feature kind of fell in our hands, starting on the front row. Um, but in the, the three hundred and sixty feature, we kind of just ran out of steam. We had to do double duty, and uh, not really that much in shape enough to get going. Uh, Doing those two uh, two cars both on the same night, so uh, just gotta hit the gym a little bit more and get more consistent. Tell me the difference between the two. Like, is one uh, like uh, a Cessna and the other one is like a Learjet, or is it that big of a difference? Um, some people might tell you it is a little bit of big of a difference, but uh, setup and stuff they're pretty close, and uh, just driving style. I'm, my driving style is pretty good with both, and it's really aggressive. Um, just the takeoff speed really is the only difference. Um, just that they just take off a lot faster coming to the green and, uh, you're able to drive off the cushion and you're able to hit it harder. With a crate car, you can't really do that or the cushion will suck you and there's not that much horsepower to drive off of it. Right, right. And then, uh, there was no cushion for the 360 race, not according to Clinton. He showed it up the track and it was uh, slicked off pretty good up high. Do you depend on that cushion as a as a driver? Uh, no, not really. Everyone's really racing on the same racetrack, so uh, race what you're given. And it's also it's always nice to run on a cushion with a 360. It's just more fun. The fans like it a little bit more just because you got going a little bit more faster. And uh, yeah, there's a couple of side jobs you can throw people up. There's a lane on the bottom, lane on the top, and nice cushions always fun. You know what's funny in short track racing on asphalt. If a guy does a slide job on asphalt, uh, they they tend to say, oh, you know, you did did a slide job on me. That was no good. But in dirt racing, man, that's celebrated, a slide job, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, fun for the fans to watch, and it's a good way to gain a position. And uh, it's good if you can get a bike going in on the bottom and slide up and catch a position. They're not able to turn it down underneath it. It works out really well. The thing so, about it, the thing about it is, though, uh, it's celebrated in dirt when they when they land the slide job. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they when they come off and and come across the nose of somebody, 
and then it's like it's that's villain territory. That is right. That so is. It's, I, yeah, it's I should have clarified it's, that. It's one hundred percent villain territory if you don't land the slide job. Now, if you go in there and then back out of the slide job, that's okay. But if you go in there and you come across the nose and and that guy's not clear when he goes up. That's villain territory. Yeah, you want to make sure that the slide job can be completed, <laughs> right, Jacob? Uh, it, all, it all depends. I know uh, I've thrown a pretty, a couple pretty nasty slide jobs, and uh, people get pretty mad. But they're they're on the outside. You know, a front car you can't really see them when they're on the outside. You know, I think it's the guy that's running the top that should uh, should know that you're coming up. You can see to the left in a sprint car. You can't see to the right. So if you're throwing a slide job and you're not fully clear, I think. The guy that's running the top should get out of it and turn back down underneath you and drive underneath you. Um, if he tries to stay in, I think it's kind of his own fault um, if you come across his nose. It wrecks both of your race cars, um, and it's not fun. Right? You don't want to see anybody tear up stuff. But sure. if someone threw a slide job on me, you just get out of the gas, get back on it, turn underneath him, and drive right past him going down the back stretch of the front stretch. So you've done that. You've had it where a guy comes up on you. You know he's going to hit you if you stay in it. So you back out of it, dirt to the bottom, and smoke him down there. Yeah, I've gone in on both ends. I've had someone not clear me, and I've turned it down, and I've not let off the gas, and I've let him just drive over me. <laughs> so it all depends on the situation. I've done it. I've not been clear, and I had a, I got a lot of uh, hate for it. But I think I think if you really look at it, it's always the guy on the outside. The guy on the inside can't see anything. And, you know, there, there's got to be a lot of learning happening around. Uh, and and uh, the, the reason I say that, we got the NASCAR Pinty Series going to come in to us weekend. Uh, they're going to go on the dirt for the very first time. And there are a whole pile of drivers in the field that have never, ever raced on dirt. So they got a lot to learn as well. And Mark Hall is coming up after you. And we're talking about the OSS going over to uh, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And they're going on dirt. Uh, and some of those guys, not not a prayer. They haven't got any dirt experience. Jacob, as a dirt guy, what is the best advice you could give somebody from the Pinty Series or from the Ontario Sportsman Series that they are going to really need to know when they get on dirt? Uh, really, it's just, just like driving your car on an asphalt road, really, if you think about it. Um, there's grip. And then there's no grip. You kind of have to look. I know on asphalt, where it takes rubber, that's where you want to be, right? But in sprint cars, you don't want to be there. You want to find where it's like the color of the track changes. You don't want to be where it's black. You want to be where it's kind of where it's dark brown. And uh, if you run there, you should be okay. Um, but if you get into that slick spot, there's no grip. There's no nothing. So you don't want to run there. And, uh, yeah, just momentum's a big thing, too, on dirt. So you can get in really good get out really good and you're normally in a good situation now there you go so there's some valuable information jacob how long do tires last on a uh, on a you know like a 360 car versus a 360 crate car uh where, where are tires an issue for you guys when you go into like a 25 or a 35 lap race um for us i know last year is a different story from this year i know last year we did our tire prep a little bit differently than this year just because we could get tires last year, so we cut them up, we sipe them, grind them, we do everything and get every inch of the tire you can a night. And now we're just trying to scavenge tires around to last us five nights. When last year our tires were only lasting us a night, and uh, that's what's tricky right now. I know a lot of guys are racing on bald tires because you can't get any. Right. So, so it's, it's a little, 
when the track is slick like it was on Friday night, does that help you when you got wore out tires, or is that when you need the new ones? Uh, you're going to need the new ones when it gets slick like that. Uh, you want as much grip as you can get. I know we were running off the pretty old tires just because we, we only got a right rear, and that's all we got. So we were running on an old left rear, and that new right rear, but by the time the feature came around, well, you already ran time trials, hot laps, and the heat race on that right rear, right? So there's you've already lost all the all the tires pretty much already gone and now you gotta recite regrind and do all that and hopefully bring the tire back. So is it common in dirt racing and maybe not common to talk about, but is there tire doping that is allowed in dirt racing or is that still taboo? Um, around here no it is not. You are not allowed to do any tire doping. The only thing you're allowed to do is grind and site and uh, Groove, that's about it. They can all do to your tires, or you cannot. Uh, and they do check. They do, well, they'll take a piece out of your tire, and they will take it off and they'll sample it. And if it comes back with doping, then you get disqualified. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. And that, you know, they got to keep it square somehow. So even a problem on dirt, apparently. But, uh, hey, no trouble for you on Friday night. What is coming next for you? You're going to get back in the 360 car and uh, I know you'll be at a weekend on Friday night competing in uh, the, you know, the Sprint Action Tour and stuff. What, uh, what else you got coming? Uh, we're going to race Friday with the 360, and then we're going to go to Brighton on Saturday, Saturday and then we're going to go to Cornwall on Sunday with SLS. So <laughs> it's kind of a long weekend. It's, it's, if we go race to the SLS, or we go to Knoxville. So, and we're pretty, we're pretty fast with the SLS. We've got a good chance of getting a win there. And, hasn't gotten a 360 win yet, so we're just trying to figure out our best options, but it's also nice to go to Knoxville and race with that kind of uh, competition there. They're the next level down there. Oh, yeah, absolutely agreed. But you know what, kid? You're up for it. Uh, you got the right pedigree. How's the old boy doing? Uh, my daddy's doing okay. He, uh, he actually got in a car uh, last weekend, and we went to Fonda, and uh, we both were racing, actually, at a dry shaft uh the yoke and everything blow up on me on Friday at our weekend. Then we decided to go down to Fonda, and then hot laps the rear end blew apart on mine. And my dad went over hot laps and finally got to get out after four years of watching me. And uh, I've never seen him so happy in my life. But uh, we just decided to pack her up and come home just because it was a five-hour ride. And yeah, it was not having a good weekend. So we decided to come home. So we didn't get to actually race, race, but he got to get out for a couple laps. Well, you wouldn't be able to knock the smile off his face, I guarantee it. Uh, always, always exciting to watch. Uh, anytime a Dykstra jumps in, uh, I can guarantee you the fans going to get their money's worth. And uh, sounds like it's going to be a busy weekend for you. Sponsorship on that 5D. Who you got, man? Uh, we got uh, J.R. Riverside and uh, Tackle. They've been, they've been uh, helping us out a lot. That's actually my car owner. I now drive for Brian Powell. So uh, he's been making my uh, my dreams come true with me able to race 360 all over the country, really. We've been traveling a lot this year, and he's been helping us out. We have Reliable Renovations, which is his son. Uh, he also races a crate with us, and we've been helping him out, trying to get him faster. Um, Remarkable Renovations is one of my friends. It's a dad's company that sponsors us. and We have a lot, bunch of other little sponsors that... I can't think of right now at the moment, but uh, yeah, they they do help out a lot, and that's what gets us to go race, right? So um, yeah, I can't thank them enough. And same thing with Brian Palace and uh, Tyler; like they've been 
there's there's a reason why I'm bracing 360 this year. I know last year, at the beginning of this year, when we went to Florida, I blew up two engines, and uh, I got upside down really hard and hurt myself pretty bad. So uh, I wasn't going to race this year at all, really. We were just kind of having a break here just because I was in a lot of pain and struggling a little bit with anxiety after that hit. So, But there's a reason why that we're back in a car and having fun. Nothing will clear you up, buddy, like Victory Lane will. And uh, you know what? Uh, I hate to say it, but you've got to have those pages in your book to become champion and to be a winner like you are. Uh, and like I said before, you've got the right pedigree. Jacob, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We genuinely appreciate it. And you keep doing what you're doing. We'll get you back on here. Sound good? Awesome. Thanks for having me. You betcha. Jacob Dykstra, 5D. Man, that they, it, even though he had a rough speed weeks, uh, you got to have those. I Like, you don't have to have a rough speed weeks, but you got to experience all that stuff in order to know, uh, you know, what, what it's all about. And I hate to say it, but you know what? All those past champions have gone through what Jacob has gone through. Yeah. Uh, if, if they haven't, they're not going to be a champion, I don't yeah. think, unless they luck their way into it, which doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, you know, when you when you talk about race car drivers and you look at young talent coming in, there's a reason why you see young talent at the top of this level in in you know, in World of Outlaws and NASCAR Cup Series. Yep. The reason why is because they, some of them, haven't taken those big hits. They haven't taken those big, uh, you know, those those big swings in emotion. Um, you know, the older you get within the sport, the, the, the couple of times where you write off a race car, where something bad happens to you, you know, you realize what you need to do different. <laughs> you yeah. realize what it takes to battle back you know, from injury or from, you know, from damage on the racetrack, whatever it might be. But when you look at, uh, you know, when you look at the, the not, not the emotional swing, the, the roller coaster that you're on in racing, the lows are extremely low. The oh, highs yeah. are extremely high. Yeah. So, you know, we are Ryan Turner, right, talking to him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was getting lapped five years ago. Right, he's getting lapped by the guys that are running up front. Now he's the guy that's running up front. So those those emotional swings, the the roller coaster that you're on, the highs and lows, the peaks and valleys, whatever you want to call it, um, it is so crucial to be able to deal with that. Yeah, you got to ride it. You, you know, have to. But there's a lot of people that that fall off that ride. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, they you quit. can you they can say, fall no, off that ride. You can say, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I don't want to. I think our first guest, J.R. Fitzpatrick, he, he was close to stepping off that ride last year. Yes, he was. He was close. I, I think that J.R. Fitzpatrick just about quit racing. Yeah. And and I've had that conversation with him, and he said, you, you know, I, I think you're right. Like, it, he, he, the fun was out of it. Once the fun gets sucked out of it, you know, the, the, there's no the, you, there's no reason there's to no keep on doing this, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you got to be having fun out there, and and you got to be you got to feel like you're competitive. You got to feel like you're you're part of the sport. Now, there are guys who are are just there to ride around at the back. Yeah. And there's in every division, whether it be the Cup Series, whether it be the um, you know the the four cylinder division at your local Saturday night track in Manitoba. There's a guy in every division that's just happy to be there. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he doesn't care if he wins. He doesn't care if he finishes 10th. He doesn't care if he finishes 21st. Right. He's just out there for fun. 
And, you know, that guy is not experienced in the peaks and valleys. It's the people who are competitive. Yeah. And on the competition side, um, it's it's definitely very easy to, 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 you know, not realize to enjoy those highs and, and you know, battle back to get back to that, that winning way. So, um, you know, it, 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 like you say, you're not a true ambassador or champion of the sport unless you have experienced the highs and lows. Yep. Um, but also, you, you know, you got to be able to battle back from adversity. Uh, yes, that's you do. The, Big that's time. The tough part. Okay, we're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk Ontario Sportsman Series. We got Mark Hall going to join us on the other side of the break. They're heading to dirt for the first time. We're going to talk to Mark about it next. Poor pitiful me Roaming through them trees Won't you help me out In the north country Underneath them pines In the green plush scenery from coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Talks. Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. No one else, only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night, July 21st, with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro Sportsman 100 and Legends. Then on Saturday, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to RiversideSpeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. It's the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. 
And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks, as well as on our Facebook page, Junior. A best wishes needs to go out to, uh, get well wishes, actually, needs to go out to uh, uh, Greg Gibson. Greg, what happened to Greg? Yeah, he was in a motorcycle accident where he hit a deer. Oh, Um, not good. So uh, uh, definitely uh, thinking and uh, hoping that he has a quick recovery. Oh, yeah. uh, Here's to you, Greg. Yeah, definitely. uh, By all accounts, he's he's back home and... and, uh, but uh, definitely a little bit of a recovery time. Ooh, yeah, so, that's scary. Some scary, man. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to do that. Nope. But uh, well, want he, him to get better. Uh, Gregory is a tough boy. He is a tough boy. He's got a really cool Sable Speedway toolbox too. You know what? He's he is a like I mean a collector's edition toolbox. Yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he's such a cool cat in the uh, in the industry. I got a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah, so do I. Let's welcome in our next guest. He's about to get dirty. We got Mark Hall with us. Uh, he's with the Ontario Sportsman Series, and they're heading to the dirt for the first time. You don't want to miss this one, everybody. Uh, Mark, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? Not bad. How you guys doing tonight? Thanks hey, for having me on. Hey, you want to believe it? Much appreciate uh, the time you uh, gave to us tonight. Uh, so, you guys heading for the dirt? What is the chatter all about? Have uh, the guys excited? Timid? What are they at? Oh, there's a lot of buzz about it. Uh, everybody's excited to get there. You know, a lot of the guys don't have a lot of experience, so uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they're all excited to get there, though. And uh, it should be, should be an interesting show. There's a lot of buzz around it. So what all did you have to change on a Ontario Sportsman Series car in order to take it from the confines of the asphalt onto what is going to be a totally different racing service in dirt? Oh, there's been a lot of thrashing going on in the shop this week. I know we've been changing springs. We've raised ride heights for sure. We've got to raise our ride heights. Our uh, normal 4-inch ride heights would not work on the dirt. Um, you know, just different stuff. We've talked to many different guys. Been some of the guys who have tented, tested Pinty's cars we've talked to to see, you know, what they've come up with. We've talked to some of the guys who run Thunderstocks at Southern Ontario. We've talked to other guys that have run dirt. You know, a lot of brain picking and uh, lots of, and there's lots of different ideas out there that's going to work for us too, right? So, Is there any way you could take a sprint car and put an OSS body on it? <laughs> uh, we would love to if we had one in our shop. I'd thinking it would uh, definitely be the way around there. But, uh, no, I don't think that's going to work too good. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. you got to use your uh, Ontario Sportsman Series car. Uh, but I guess that uh, the drivers and K&N filters are going to get pretty pretty close because they're going to need uh, whatever they can get for filters on those cars. Yep, uh, definitely going to have to add some screens to the car, too, you know, for the air in the front. Definitely over the air filter. We're running foam filters on them. Lots of different stuff, you know. You keep the dirt out of there. Um, it's uh, it's a it's a lesson. We're all learning. It's uh, you know we're learning a lot. Have you ever heard of turtling? Yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't know whether you ever heard the term. I know I was at a Suica one night, and I was over in the tech garage. If you're familiar with the Big O, you'll know where I was standing. Um, yep. I was standing. It was the night Tony Stewart was there. And uh, I just finished interviewing Tony Stewart after his heat win. And I was standing in the garage. The next set of cars went out. And I seen a driver pull off the racetrack and uh, sort of heading my way. And I was there with the tech guy. And the tech guy was sort of off to the side, busy doing whatever he was doing. I was just sort of watching out, gazing out over the racetrack. And the driver 
uh, was motioning me. Come here, come here, come here. And I thought, oh, he must be waving at the tech guy. He wouldn't be waving at the radio guy, right? He's like, come here, come here. Anyway, uh, uh, I looked again, and the guy's still waving. And I turned around. The tech guy's not looking. So I thought, well, maybe he wants me to go. I don't know. So I walked up to the guy's car. Happened to be Adam West. And he took a chunk. I mean, a a turtle. (laughs) He took that right off the melon. Uh, right off his helmet, and uh, he had, he had a bus, busted up nose. He had some blood flying. Uh, it was dangerous. And I, what the hell happened to you? And he said, I got hit. I, you got hit by what? Like a car? And he said, No, no, a chunk of dirt. Uh, the track was turtling, and uh, so I learned the term turtling. It was a big chunk of clay that came up and hit him right in the kisser. So. I don't know whether that's a common thing. I don't think it is. But uh, you better let the guys know that if they see any turtling, heads up. <laughs> yeah, I'll make them well aware of that. Uh, the windshields will still be in the car, so they, uh, they're they going to have that uh, a little bit of protection, I guess, if a turtle decides to come up off the track at them. <laughs> Absolutely. you got lots of protection. Mark, uh, what does, uh, what does the, the obviously heading to uh, a dirt track, there's a lot of, there's a lot of buzz about it. There's a lot of excitement. Uh, there's been, there's, there's going to be lots of Pinty's eyes on it because, you know, they're head, they're fixing to head to Osh weekend. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, they can learn you know, something. They, they could definitely learn something. I imagine there's going to be brain picking on the other side. Uh, you've asked guys that have tested Pinty's cars, but now the, the Pinty's guys are going to be asking you guys after this race. And, and, uh, I imagine there'll be lots of cross communication on that front, but what's the, uh, the car count look like? What's the buzz been like on the actual garage side of the, the series um, for like car count and, and different things like that? What, are, what can the fans expect when they roll in through the gate at OSS? Uh, I think our car count, probably you might probably see our biggest car count of the year this week, actually, uh, okay. going to the dirt. There's uh, some guys that uh, definitely are going to come out that haven't been out this year. Yep. They're, just, they're itching to get on the dirt. Uh, there's been a few other guys that have only showed up at a few of the races, but they definitely got the eye on the dirt, running the dirt race this week. They, uh, they've you know circled that on their calendar, and that they're looking at that as an opportunity where they can run up front. So, and there's a couple guys in our series that have come from dirt. That is their background, so they definitely are excited to get out there this weekend. So the car count should be up from what we normally have. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, now, the tire that you guys will be on has there been any cross communication with NASCAR? Maybe. Doing a little bit of a tire test? Are they doing any investigative stuff? Are you on, uh, like, what tire are you going to be on? Uh, we're running an 8-inch American Racer, so same, not the same tire we were on the asphalt, but it's also the same size that we're running on asphalt. Uh, obviously a dirt tire. It's a medium compound tire. There's other uh, Thunderstock Street Stock Series in Ontario that run that tire. Uh, so, you know, we've talked to some people about what needs to be done for prep, what what can be done to the tire, what to expect from tire, a lot of communication on tire pressures, um, and uh, when you run asphalt and then you hear the dirt tire pressures, it's uh, you know, it's a whole different world, right? They're uh, half of what we run generally. Uh, so, yeah, but as far as the Pinty's tires, I don't know how much it's going to translate over for them because they're on a totally different tire, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I didn't know whether they're, uh, you know, were, were ahead of the game and went, hey, these style of cars are pretty close to ours. I wonder what the tires are going to do. And do a little bit of uh, pre pre testing, but uh, I guess I think a little too far ahead. <laughs> well, um, there's been a couple of Pinty's drivers that have uh, been kicking the tires, so to speak. 
Uh, and I'm sure our phones will be ringing off the hook after the race, like, hey, what'd you find out here? What'd you find out here? Sending that communication back the other way, just like you said. Um, there's still um, there's still a slight chance we may see a uh, driver from other series um, end up in cars this weekend. Uh, there's been some chatter, but uh, nothing confirmed, so we'll see how that pans out. How about crew-wise? Have you guys gone in, or has any of the teams gone in and went, hey, we're going to go into this dirt track. We better pick some brains and get some of these guys over on our team. Has any of that happened? Uh, not so much. crew. We've definitely talked to crew members from other teams. Uh, will he be helping us? Not necessarily at the track, but we got guys there that we can lean on that we know are running in other divisions that uh, uh, you know definitely be helpful to us. No, that's going to be handy. That'll be handy information. Now, this dirt race, uh, is, is it coming up Saturday night? Yes, it is, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. It's a one-shot only, and then you guys go back on asphalt. How's the uh, rest of the schedule all sh- uh, sort of laid out? Well, so it's not our one-shot only. We're actually going back there for our season championship. Uh, we'll be running there a second time to end the season in September. Uh, we also still have a date at Delaware. Uh, we still have Flamborough coming up. We have our annual trip to Peterborough coming up. Uh, you know, we still have all those dates left. Uh, so, and we go back to Full Throttle Speedway one more time, too. Man, oh, man, that's, almost, that's a busy schedule you guys got. Yeah, we got a one-week turnaround from this dirt race to get down to Peterborough. So, that uh, it's going to be a busy week in the garage next week. Oh, man, that's awesome. You guys were, uh, you'll be up for the test. This is uh, heydays. These are the heydays of summer for... Uh, the Ontario Sportsman Series. This is going to be good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, you know, uh, we had Unifor come on board this weekend to sponsor the race. Uh, Unifor 444 out of Windsor is uh, being a big sponsor for the race this weekend. They were very excited about what's going on. So, you know, there's a lot. Of, I think the place will be packed Saturday night. Good deal. Now, can fans follow along uh, uh, social media? You guys will have that up to date as the race progresses. Yep, uh, we do the best we can from the track. Um, some tracks are easier than other because of cell service, but uh, we definitely, uh, you know, we always got our Twitter feed going, always got our Instagram feed going, uh, always on Facebook, lots of updates on Facebook. We keep it uh, updated throughout the race as much as we can. Uh, you know, find us on Facebook, Ontario Sportsman Series, and uh, also got our website, ontariosportsmanseries.ca. Awesome, Mark. I know we'll be checking it out. May even have to jump in the Corvette and take a rip down there. That's uh, that's going to be a different race, man. I, I'd really look forward to it. Uh, but thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. I imagine there's going to be a few more fans show up, and hopefully you guys get the car count you want and have a great race. Yep, yep. Uh, the series this year, you know, it's uh, really been – really, now that we've taken over, it's really uh, – we've brought in a lot of more sponsors, and uh, really the interest in the series has really grown we want to grow it back to what it was at one time. So, yeah, no, it was great. Thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, hopefully you come on out, Joe. I appreciate it. Yeah, you want to believe it. Mark, have a good one. Thanks so much. Yeah, see you guys soon. You bet. Mark Hull, the Ontario Sportsman Series. Uh, they're going to have an interesting weekend, Junior. You have cleaned that Corvette 65 times in the past <laughs> five days. Well, I know. but You're not driving it to a dirt track. 
Well, uh, you yeah, drive I, it to a dirt track. You know what happens at a dirt track? Well, dust. It, no, it gets dusty. You but know where the dust goes? It goes up in the air. You know where yeah. you know where the car's parked in the parking lot, right beside the dust. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. means that your car would be Listen, covered in I, dust. You would freak out. I went to a weekend a number of times, and the one time, like a doughhead, I wore my white RTR. I remember shirt, that. And I thought, oh man, what a stupid move! I brought, I wore my my white race time radio, beautiful shirt. And I wore it to us weekend, and I'm over in the pits, right? And I'm going to be sitting in the pit grandstand. I thought, oh, I'm going to get covered. I'm going to look like <laughs> shit. And uh, as it turned out, it was beautiful. My white shirt stayed white. Yep. I never got anything on it uh, at us weekend, and I was but, blown away. But there was a different time where we went there, and it was a dust bowl. <laughs> I remember that. That was uh, oh, that was a different one. Merrittville. Merrittville. The, we, the time we one, went to Merrittville, yeah, that, I couldn't yeah. even see the racetrack. Yeah. I was yeah. hoping to watch the race, not a prayer. No, she was I a could bowl. not see. It happens at a dirt track, man. I if can't it, remember. If it dries out and slicks, and slicks off, you're done. There's a place where uh, at Merrittville back when I was there, uh, when you exit the racetrack, yes. uh, high side to turn two, yep. uh, there was something parked up there, and I can't remember what it was. But uh, that's where we were going to view the race from. We yep. were up there looking, and the cars took the green flag, and that was it. Yep. You could not see your hand in front of your face, yep. and I ducked down behind this thing. There was myself. I want to say Sue was with me, and uh, there was the tech guy. Yep. Uh, and we were literally hunkered behind you. It was either a sign or a truck. We were hunkered down in there yep. until the engines idled down. And then it took a couple minutes that the air cleared, and that's how we found out who won. Yeah. Yeah. Blew Incredible. my mind. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great racing. I remember, I remember a race like that. Now it was, it was moisture. That was the problem. But, uh, we were, we did the, uh, the sportsman race out in, uh, out in Halifax. Was it Halifax? It was yeah. at, uh, it was at Scotia Speed World. Yeah. And, uh, I was the back straightaway announcer and I could only announce what was happening on the back straightaway, literally, That's because right. you couldn't see the front straightaway. You couldn't, and, and we couldn't <laughs> see you. Yeah. You couldn't see me and you guys couldn't call the, the action on nope. the back stretch. Uh, caution came was, out. I said, Junior. What is that for? Does, <laughs> uh, does this blow your mind or what? Do you think this would happen in Ontario? Do you think cars would still be going around a track? No, we would have been fogged out for Flat sure. Flat out. You said no. No. Yeah, I can't see the front stretch. Yeah. And we couldn't see you on the back. Yeah, it was yeah, funny. Yeah. There was... Uh, but the guys didn't mind. They raced. Yeah, no. It's, pretty It wasn't place. raining. It, it was. wasn't raining. No, I remember... Sir. I remember... If you moved your hand real fast, though, yeah, it, it would got get wet. wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was quite the night, but... Uh, yeah. Hey, it, what a great show lineup tonight. Yeah. We had, we had a bunch of great guests. We had, there's lots of content. Um, I do want to give uh, a get well uh, uh, shout out to uh, Connor James. Uh, the four car. Oh, did he? Yeah, he hurt he his he hurt his, his wrist. Um, I talked to Taylor Holdaway ahead of the show uh, tonight. It's not broken. Mm. The rumor was that he broke it. Yeah. Um, Andy Camrath as well. Uh, he broke his toe by the sounds of it. Really? Um, in the accident with the thirty five. Uh, there was a lot of really he crazy raced, hits. though on Saturday he, night. He did. Yeah, he just broke a toe. He, not a foot. Uh. Um, but, uh, he, he actually, and, and shout out to Kelly Balson. Kelly Balson lives a very far distance away from London, Ontario. Oh yeah. And yeah, his modified, his modified was not planned on racing. No. Uh, the LRR car of the 35 obviously had troubles the night before. Right. They went back to Peterborough speed or back to Peterborough, yep. um, area, not Peterborough, but 
down over, that way. Down that way. Yeah. And picked up Kelly Balson's car, brought it all the way back to London uh, for Andy to drive. They taped a 35 on the door and, and, and they raced. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a, a lot of great storylines um, from, from Delaware. Obviously, a lot of big hits. Um, but also a lot of great racing. Um, hats off to the staff 30, and everybody for thirty-one APC cars. Beautiful, beautiful 31. field. Beautiful field and everything. Actually, super stocks. There was twenty-six of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, either I, I, I believe the number was twenty-four uh, hot rods. Um, and then there was uh, nineteen or so modifieds. Yeah. Um, just a, a great car count in everything that was there. Uh, other than the Ontario Outlaw Super Late models, a um, little bit of a tough deal there. Sean Grossman um, goes to victory lane. Yep, the I, 22 of uh, Glenn Watson was leading, but the 29 car got him. Yep. Got and, him. and the 71 had a, a rocket ship of a car. Until he blew up. Yeah, until he blew up. And uh, I was spotting for Ethan Cormier uh, in the 51. Yeah. And uh, we finished fifth. He blew up on the last lap, and we were running fourth. And uh, blew up on the last lap going down the back stretch, and we coasted. And the 17 just got us at the line. Uh, really? And uh, yeah, with with a blown up motor. But well, uh, I got to put it out to my brother in law, yep. your uncle, yep. 71 Gary Jones, uh, pulls the car literally out of the trailer, hasn't been out all year. Yep. Pulls the car out, uh, takes it to the beach, wins night number one, Friday night. They had a special there. Gary won 1000 bucks. Thought, I'm going back on Saturday night. Goes back on Saturday night. There was 10 cars in the field. And Gary got those guys, and he won another 500 bucks. Um, he came away with 1,500 bucks. Good good payday. Good pay weekend for Gary, man. So you won 1,500 in yeah. how many How many laps is that? It's, I, I uh, think it's 25. No, and, no. It was a 50 and a... A 50 and a 25. Or was it a 40? 40 and a 20, yeah. 25. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so he did 60, 65 laps. Yeah. Roughly. And he came away with 1,500. Yeah. And the winner of the APC race did 100 plus <laughs> all the other, you know, qualifying and practice laps. Yeah. And he walked over there with three grand. Three so, grand, yeah. Man, that's uh, that's that's incredible money for four banger racing. I would say, I it's, would say, uh, that's, that's big money. That's cool. And you know, coming up, Flambro Speedway, they got the fifty thousand dollar enduro race yes. at Flambro yeah. Speedway coming yeah. up. That's going to be September fourth. September fourth. That's going to be big. I, we were talking about it in the Pinty series garage area and there's a bunch of teams that are looking at building cars well for they that. should it's, it's a fifty thousand dollars thousand dollar race man to win or is that through the field to win to win to win it's incredible 50 grand to win there's guys in the u.s right now that their ears just perked up i know it's insane enduro yeah. you want to come up to flamborough speedway on september the 4th they got 50 grand now to you americans that's, that's about twenty five bucks. That's about twenty five thousand, but nevertheless, that's uh, it's still good payday. No, I'm just going to be but... very, very good payday. Hey, happy Canada Day to everybody! Yeah, Obviously, absolutely. but now we're on the other side of Canada Day, and we do have U.S. listeners. So, happy Fourth of July to you guys! Yeah, it's coming up. So, you know that the fireworks will be going off down south, and they've been going off here all week. I stayed on the eighth floor of the Holiday Inn in London, Ontario. I was way up top, and I was face looking at the city. Oh, uh, you would have had a good view. I got there just after, it was like 10 o'clock, so that's right when the fireworks are kicking off. Yeah. And oh my lord, yeah. Canada gets it done on the fireworks side of things. Some, I didn't know that they that 
like London, Ontario lit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it yeah, was it was pretty incredible. Well, you're used to when you were down in Charlotte, living down in Charlotte. Well, Fourth of July, yeah. There's for NASCAR. no, there's no, uh, there's, the, yeah. You haven't seen fireworks until you've seen Fourth of July. No, no, but they're lighting their state. guns up at the same time. They're lighting everything up. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're throwing oh. cars on fire up in the air. The whole shit. It's uh, no, but it's uh, definitely cool. But uh, happy, happy Canada. Do happy we do we congratulate uh, congratulate Nick Moncher yet? Do we do that, or do we got to wait until next week? I think we have to wait until next week. Okay, well, we'll congratulate him next week. But yeah. just so you know, that is going to come up next week. Just uh, We will do that. But that is going to do it for us tonight, live on Race Time Radio. Sure, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, keep those cards and letters coming, racetimeradio.com. Joe at racetimeradio. At, uh, Joe at racetimeradio.com is my email address. Feel free to shoot me an email. Um, but uh, got to thank Sue here, and I got to thank, I believe, Scotty back in Toronto uh, for hooking us all up, uh, and that's going to do it for us. Have a good one, everybody, and we'll catch you next Sunday night right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.